Blog Talk Radio. All right, welcome. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. So, so there is something wrong with the studio. We yes. cannot play intro. We cannot play anything. But anyways, we're going to do the show. Welcome to 2014. Okay. Repeat of 2013's technical glitches. All I, have to say, all I have to say is every January at the beginning of the year, the first show always has a problem. So if you didn't know by clicking on that, uh, by either uh, you know, you're either on our website right now or you're at our uh, or uh, you, you downloaded this just randomly, but this is Dungeon Crawlers Radio. <gasps> yeah. Well, I Yo. really hope I updated that link. I hope you did. I hope you did, too. Did you? I better look at that. Yeah, yeah. we should probably... We should, <laughs> we should figure hopefully, that out. Hopefully we actually are being live, but we are back... Oh, I, I'm sure we're being loving, live. ...in the loving, caring bosom that is Epic Puzzles and Games, located in West Valley City. We thank them. We love them. Come here. Give them them. Give them your money. They 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 have cradled us back into the. They have the, cradled us back, back into the womb. And, and, and it was such a warm welcome. Uh, just I just came in and, and uh, I think, uh, Amy. And, yeah, Amy. They're just like, howdy, stranger. I'm like, yay, I'm home. <laughs> yes. So so there's our introduction for for this. So uh, are we still trying to connect with Firebird? Um, I have or, not yet. Okay, so um, why don't we? Well, we tell the uh, listeners out there who we all are. Yeah. Cause, all right. Yeah. You, you want to go ahead? Since I'm trying to madly uh, mad dash. And uh, all right. I, I I figured we'd go, you know, by a, by a you know, okay. superiority so This, is, so this here, is Revan. It's a guy named Joe. And this ever so pushy person is the great and mighty and powerful Lord Flagoon. Shoves you down. Yes. <laughs> and pushes you away. No, he doesn't push you away. He just pushes, he pushes you away in a loving embrace. That's yeah, what there it you is. Go. Of gooey warminess. <laughs> I like warm hugs. And then uh, on the way soon, hopefully, will be Firebird. Firebird, the intern Chris, has been fired. No, just kidding. He has not been fired. He's, he's just still getting me coffee. He, he, he's dying from the plague. For those of you who remembered last week's show, or the week before last, I am so confused. This is We're on a new night. That's probably what it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, and there's uh, there's also something kind of new. But, you know, this is this is our first time actually doing this an actual regular show on a Thursday. Yes. So, and this is going to be our new regular. So, yep. you know, don't be too scared when you not when you <laughs> yeah, come on on Monday, and, or as I used to like to call them uh, DCR days because Mondays are just so depressing. So just the name Monday it makes you frown. Yeah. So I, I uh, somebody's it. got the case of the Monday. Yeah. So I changed. I I started calling them DCR days, but yeah. now Thursdays are your DCR days. Yeah. Which so. which is which is actually going to be good because this is going to kick your weekend off right. Yes. That's that's what it is. We are now your weekend kickoff, and then usually when do you start gaming? And it's usually you know Thursday, Friday night. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe you do Saturday or Sunday uh, Sunday night uh, gaming session. So get that ready, get you ready just for that little, you know, get you get you get get, get that get that little taste in your mouth. Maybe you go, oh, I, I I got to do some gaming. Yes. Are you sure? Because I mean, I've been taking some zinc lately, and I don't know if that's interfering with the taste. That's probably it's probably because you're taking the zinc. Yeah, I might have been doing Dude, it. Dude, I wouldn't want to take zinc. That's nasty. It. Yeah, I mean, it is gross. I mean, it is just straight up a metal that I'm putting into my mouth, but yes. it sure beats suffering for... Hey, you're trying to be an alamancer. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Sure. Yeah. Except for it doesn't do anything for you. No, yeah. it doesn't. Act, I have. I have yet to actually gain any powers by taking zinc. Well, so. what did what did no? It was aluminum that uh, that just completely wiped out yep. your metals. And then duralumin. And duralumin. The after, it gave you like this it mega boosted burst. Boosted it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think zinc was on. Was no on. zinc wasn't there. No. It should be. No. Um, all right. Brandon, that has been updated. So Brandon, everyone. Zinc. We, we need we need to have a zinc thing. It, it could just be it stops you having from, from having a cold. Uh, when, when you burn it, you have no cold. Nice. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it does a body something. <laughs> does something. That would just that would be kind of an interesting thing because like oh you, well we already know you're a zinc burner. And All right. You're calling in and you say you have a cold. Yeah, it's a really bad cold. Okay, here we but go. You burn zinc. I am going to try. Ooh, maybe if you burn zinc, it like. Cures you of any poisons it, or illness. No, it makes you smell funny. Well, that's that's garlic. Yeah. No, it just no. Uh, like this is like it's we'll like garlic it. times a thousand. Okay, all right. So we're trying to add Firebird. Um, it's the oddest thing. So her Skype works just fine. And now we have an echo. I hear you. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. It's a miracle in itself. This isn't a Christmas miracle. It's a DCR miracle. There we go. We have bent the laws of reality to make this happen. Yes. I can sort of. Except for. Now it's gone. You there? I am right here. Whoa. You went super loud. She just went super techno saiyan on us. Holy cow. Crazy. You are really loud now. You couldn't hear it, and now you're super loud. <laughs> it's the geek gods that say we need to be heard, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that would do it. Yes. So, welcome back. Everyone, everyone's here. So, basically, New Year. Exciting stuff's going to happen this year. Um, yeah. So, Starting with? Well, there's going to be several changes to the show. Uh, we're going to have more fun and entertaining shows for everyone. So oh, I, I hope so. That's, uh, we're just going to amp up the entertainment. We're going to make it fun. We're going to make it crazy. We're going to make you laugh so hard that you will need a pair of Depends. Every show. Because otherwise you're going to be wetting your pants. Can mine have Muppet Babies on them? Because... Yes, you can have Muppet Baby Depends. Yes. Sold. Bigger, better interviews. We're going to work on that. Um, I mean, this is how awesome our show is. I have not booked any interviews. I mean... We kind of just went on hiatus. I made one email. I sent out, I took an hour um, Tuesday night. Uh, and within that hour, uh, January was booked and half of February. So, and we still have people trying to get on the show. And I'm like, sorry, we only do it once a week. Uh, yeah. So we're going to have more multimedia posts on our Facebook page, Google+. Plus. Uh, YouTube's going to have... We're, that, yeah, we're going to start having... Uh, we're gonna, that's where our mini-bosses are going to go, is mm-hmm. on, on YouTube. As well as we're going to have uh, video blog posts that will be showing up on our webpage and on, on the social medias. And then, of course, blog posts to our website like crazy, because we love you. Yeah, we're going to get back to having having the, uh, having the blog posts every week. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I accidentally shut my microphone off. That's <gasps> how weird it is. Uh, movie, game, and book reviews. Those are going to be flying up everywhere. They so, need to be. Yeah. Content yes. coming out the wazoo. <laughs> the Gamer Forge 2.0. Yeah. 
Yes. yes. 2.0? Is 2.0. It is being upgraded. Uh-oh. I better start downloading the so patch. So we will have weekly GamerForge uh, post to the website once I again. i got to start modding it now. Uh, written by uh, the UI a guy problem. named Joe. We're going to have video posts. And, uh, of course, the GamerForge is going to be on the live show. Uh, the return of the Epic Showdown, <gasps> which will be tonight. Uh, which is going to be amazing because, let's face it, it was pretty cool when we had it. And, you know, the only thing I envision that will mess up the Epic Showdown is in August when Dan Wells returns. You know, he comes back hey, from Germany. He doesn't, make, he doesn't mess it up. He just makes it more interesting. <laughs> Again, the entertainment value. Bigger, better. Yes. Uh, Gamer Girl segment. Uh, Firebird's going to be bringing the latest on all MMORPGs, reporting from local cons, video blogs. For, uh, about games and cons and interviews and much, much more. It'll be awesome. And then, uh, oh yeah, uh, all new Geek News. It'll be faster, cleaner. We'll zip in, we'll zip out. We'll bring you all the latest, coolest things. And only in 15 minutes. Yes, we're going to try to stick to 15 minutes. We uh, can do it. That's, yes. that's going to be hard. I know, but we're going to do it. Geek conventions, uh, we're definitely going to be doing those this year. Uh, we have three currently on the schedule, but we will... Just watch. We'll be appearing everywhere. You never know where we'll show up. We're like Tall Man. Yes. Or Slender Man. Slender Man. We're like, we're like Slender Man. You know, Firebird we're may just show up and say, boom! But, it, but instead of the, yeah. us, the, the more likely chance of you dying, it's actually the more likely chance of me giving you a warm hug. <laughs> yes. Warm hug. No warm, death. I like warm hugs. Lagoon will not, will not be killing you. He'll yeah, be hugging you. There is no death involved here. Now, if you die from the hug, sorry. Yeah, hey, I, I, I I'm no a fierce problem. hugger. Yeah, I, I won't deny that. I but am. at least you died being loved. Yes. All right. So that's the new stuff coming to you from DCR. I, I cover that fast. That's right. That's right. We'll be uh, our first convention. Of course, will be the uh, Salt Lake Con- Yeah, the uh, Salt Lake Comic Con fan experience in yes. April. In April, which is not that far away. No, that'll it, be right it, up it's on us. Really crazy. Um, yep. So we'll be down. So there is a little one. bit of everything. There's. Everything for, you know, there's a little bit for Star Trek fans. Walking Dead. Uh, I mean, this this we have to get a picture of. The guy that was originally, and in the Boba Fett suit will be at Fan X, and Flagoon will be standing next to him in a <laughs> photograph. Okay. I, I I hear he was also one of the stormtroopers. So yeah, yeah, Jeremy Bullock. Yep. Yeah. So for all of your hatred of of, of Boba Fett. No way. I'm, you I'm, will stand I'm next to him. I am sensing a hug here. Yes. Ooh. It's, it's ooh, a ooh, catharsis ooh. going on. Yes. That's probably what's going to be. Yes. The Boba Fett hug. Yes. Yes. That will work. Or maybe he'll also agree with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I, I thought he was a little overrated, too. Hey, Boba Fett. You're the always... I get most of my money. I was, yeah. I was ever so happy when he fell into that stupid yeah. pit. <laughs> uh, several other... Uh, recently, I, uh, they, you know... Uh, Ernie Hudson. So those Ghostbuster fans mm-hmm. out there, you, you get, you get one to of meet, four. you get to meet uh, Winston. Yeah. So I, I, it just it, this thing just keeps growing. I mean, much like uh, Comic Con. Yeah, as long as we can get him to say accelerate your life. Yes, we probably could. <laughs> Don't cross the streams. Yeah. <laughs> That's one big Twinkie. Yes. That's but even a, better. But in a different accent. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, of course, we'll be at Gen Con. Out in Indi- Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Um, I don't know how many of us will be out there, but we will be there. There will be presence felt. Yes, we will Disturbance be there. In the force. Because be there, there's something stirring that we can't mention. But 
We will be there covering it. Yes. But we can't Things wait. will happen. No, we can't. Announcements we can't will be made. We mention it, but we mentioned that we mentioned it. Yes. <laughs> that way we're vague and mysterious. Uh, yeah. And people have to come back to find out. So That's we just... Well, so what give, are we going to do? Give Devise a little, riddles? Give a little spoiler? Yes. It, it, it involves a game. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it involves a game. And next week we'll give yeah. you another clue. Yes. I've got to fan myself. This is going to be worse than that cicada riddle that's been floating around over social media. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. And then so we're course, not really recruiting you for anything. No. So just... uh, you know, and then, of course, we are on board for the Salt Lake Comic Con in September. But again, who knows? We may show up everywhere. You may be at New York Comic Con. Bam, we're there. You know, Emerald City Comic Con, Seattle. Who? We might be there. Yeah. Stephen M. Nell from the Arrow will be there. We might be there. All right. So with that said, it's almost quarter after. We should probably start moving forward. I know. It's like we're already 15 minutes in. It's crazy. I know. This is usually what someone calls. Yes. So, so speaking per- of calling in, yes, I, guess, go ahead. I guess if you want to be uh, calling in and you have any questions for our Gamer Forge or you want to place a vote and or argue for your selection in the Epic Showdown later tonight, you can, of course, call us at 626-226-1474. Or, as always, uh, uh, other than that, you can also uh, hit us up on the uh, Twitter or you can also go to uh, Dungeon Crawlers Radio on our Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we like... also have our uh, email, info dungeoncrawlersradio.com. That's very true. You can find it, yeah. What's our, our Twitter is what? At Dungeon Crawlers Radio, if I'm not mistaken? DCR. At DCR? At DCR. DCR underscore show. Okay. DCR underscore show. Yeah, because they have a limitation. Oh, <laughs> I see how that works. It's that whole <laughs> 136 characters, and, you know, you, you put Dungeon Crawlers Radio, that's like, <laughs> Half of what you can say. <laughs> right there. So, and then, of course, you can always find us in West Valley City, Utah, every Thursday night. Here no, I, think I'm gonna do, I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to make a hashtag that takes up all 136 characters. Or no, 135, and you can get add in like a space, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Underscore, and then you have to do another one. Underscore. Yep. See, I, t- Twitter makes no sense to me. The whole hashtag, the whole... You can only have 140 characters. I'm sorry. Just saying, like, hey, I'm super excited about something. I'm already out of 140 characters. It makes no sense. Yeah, it is not, it is not for the verbose or loquacious. <clears throat> well, it, it definitely kind of teaches a lot of people the, you know, don't use 12 words when five will work perfectly fine, which I have had the unfortunate displeasure. Mm-hmm to work with a lot of people like that. I, I almost feel like I have to go back into the days of uh, junior high school when I had to learn shorthand and typing. Just use that from yeah. now on. But then no one's going <laughs> to know what I'm saying. Or we could just saying. go back to the old school text beat yeah. where you use, like, numbers and yeah. dashes. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, so Twitter is perfect for stenographers. Yes. But <laughs> terrible for everyone else. Terrible for everyone else. And yet it's so popular. It makes no sense to me. They might develop their own code. Yeah, that's yeah. They gotta have to figure yeah. out some new version of Morse code. I think. I think they yeah. figured that out. Morse code 4.0, <laughs> Twitter style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Zeros and ones. Oh, 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 I, I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Did you go out? Am I here? No. I have to touch. It's going out. 
So I've got the I've got the ghost mic. There, but you were just fine with oh, right here. Yeah, you're perfect. Okay, awesome. Yay. So yes, so binary. Okay. Yeah. So okay. unlike, but unlike binary, instead of making one character like twenty six characters, you're trying to make one character like half a character or one word, one yeah. character. Yes. It'd be like the Matrix. There you go. Yes. It'd be symbols that just float down, just. I see redhead, blonde, brunette. Something like that. Something. something. Okay, so we've got a few things. So let me kind of explain things. So uh, for those of you that have never heard the Epic Showdown, we're not doing it right now, but I'm going to kind of explain it in advance. The Epic Showdown is where we take two familiar, iconic characters, characters from geek culture, whether that's movies, books, video games, uh, you name it. We take those characters, two of those characters, pit them against each other. We kind of try to make them evenly matched, throw them out there, and then we have someone that kind of moderates it. And then I'll pick two random people, uh, hosts, to kind of give the sides. You know, they're going to, they're going to argue their champion as to why... That champion will win. And oh, this will be good. So that that's the first one. And then they'll get a rebuttal based on what the other person said. So, um, and then we don't judge. We're not going to judge this. Then we're going to throw this out onto Facebook. We're going to open it up to the listeners to vote to see who wins this battle. And then we announce the winners. And then we'll week. announce the winners next week on next week's show. Um we really want a lot of participation on this. Uh, when we used to do this, I mean, we would have hundreds of people voting. And it, I mean, literally, you know, our email was just getting bombarded. I mean, it was like, holy crap, we're just like tallying. Uh, it got to a point where groups would just send in one email and they'd say, hey, we're so and so, this many one. votes for this, this many votes for that. And we're like, believe me, it made it a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we had several overseas. Uh, military companies that would vote on these, and uh, that yep. usually ended up sinking whoever was going to win. Oh, yeah, they were. It was generally the those were very one-sided. They weren't very. They weren't evenly put out there. So, oh no. Um, but once you know several of those military groups started voting in, it kind of evened out sometimes. But <laughs> normally, once they started voting, that's who won. Yeah, uh, so but that's the kind of participation. We yeah, want. we want we want to get that participation level back. Uh, at the same time, if you guys think of someone that you want to put together, let us know. We'll be more than happy to throw that out there. Yeah, that'd we, be kind of fun yeah. to do a uh, like you know we do one night where it's you know a bracket that came up with uh, with the three uh, the that we've decided us, yeah, and then the next week we do a bracket that's uh, fan created. Yeah, no, I would, I totally created. do it. So uh, listeners, you have homework now. Sorry. This is fun homework, though. This is uh, really. You can't yeah. I mean, it. come on. This is like saying I want the Hulk against Superman. You know, and we let's do it. How that one turned. Well, I know, but, but anyways, you know, if that's what they want, you know, um, again, you have to. Ha- they have to be evenly matched. It, you can't put Superman against Spider-Man. Sorry, that's not going to work. That's 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 an unfair fight. Point and simple. Possibly. No, no, just unfair. <laughs> Walter White versus Superman. No, uh, Spider-Man versus Superman. I don't know. Walter White versus... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry? That would be a freak. 
I don't know, Walter White versus Superman may still be a possibility. Yeah, it could still happen. Yeah, so, there are still those rumors flying around. Anyways, all right, so we'll do that. Uh, so the, and we'll be doing that during the... We're going to do that at the top the, of the hour. The 7 o'clock hour? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Yay. right now what we'll do is... See, this is going to be a weird night. The studio is not working, so we're going to have no music. So if we do breaks, we're going to have to stagger them. Um, Unless something decides to <laughs> turn back on. Yeah, but it's not. Joe, so tell a story. Ooh, Joe, tell a story. Story time with Joe. And welcome to Story Time with Joe. Yeah. Welcome to Five Minutes with Joe, where yeah. Joe gets to just get on his soapbox about whatever he feels like. Whatever yes. I feel like. Yeah. Um, so Actually, I think I'm more of the soapbox per- person. Than, you are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the, you I'm will the get on your soapbox willingly. I guess. I guess. And give it what for. I'm a little more Let me tell fact, you, YOLO, hashtag, <laughs> selfie people out there. <coughs> you later, know, later. we may have to make that a segment. Maybe. Uh, can you rant with all hashtags? Lagoon's <laughs> Corner. I'll be the I'll be the uh, the one place the internet the internet e- uh, radio equivalent of Andy Rooney. Yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Back in my day. Lagoon's <laughs> Corner, the one place you want to flee from. Yes. Always want to come back. Yeah. All right. So um, let's do this. Let's jump in real quickly. Uh, we'll have Firebird take over doing the. Uh, Gamer Girl thing, because she has a few things written up. She'll cover those, and then after that, we'll do a sponsor drop, and then we'll jump into some geekness. So uh, we'll turn it over to Firebird. Uh, All right, some geeky gamer news. All right, uh, World of Warcraft, what we know is Blizzard is working on the expansion, Warlords of Jannar. What we might not know is that they are planning on adding an additional PvP season before the mist ends. Uh, it's debatable. Do we like it? Do we not like it? I personally say that we should like it because then it'll bring the PvP gear up and hopefully be able to hold alongside the PvE gear uh, whenever the new expansion comes back. Um, Events, Darkmoon Fair is in full swing, uh, and the Lunar Festival is going to be starting on the 20th, so you want to keep that in mind for all you gamers out there. Uh, Big thing in my world is EverQuest Next. Uh, landmark, uh, what we know, EverQuest Next is still in development. Sad face, but yet a happy face, because they're really looking towards its audience to help them build the, the game. Uh, what we might not know is Landmark Alpha is speculated to launch later this month. Uh, we're going to cross our fingers and our toes, because it's going to be so epic. Um, you can also apply for beta. You can answer weekly roundtable polls or download the app for news and earn in-game rewards. Now, uh, in-game rewards are always fun. They always give you little benefits during the game. Uh, the polls are going to help the developers make the game for you, and that's going to also create your experience exactly how you want it. Uh, Star Wars Old Republic, um, they're doing pretty good. Uh, the Community Cantina Tour will be making a stop on Friday, January 31st in Phoenix, Arizona, and this will give you the chance for a question and answer with the development team, plus complimentary food, drinks, and giveaways, plus in-game gift codes. I always love free stuff. So that's my geeky gamer news from the girls' view for the MMOs, and I cannot wait to see some of this stuff come out. All righty. More oh, there PvP. It is. Yes. <laughs> Poon and More. some nubs. Some noobs. <laughs> yes. 
Very much so. All right, so who wants to take the uh, first drop of the hour? Or, yeah, for the night. Sure, I will. Why Go not? for it. Go. I've, I've got it right here. So do you like getting free stuff? Thunder Crawlers Radio has teamed up with Audible to bring you this amazing deal. Sign up now for a free 30-day trial with Audible.com, and you receive a free audiobook of your choosing from thousands and thousands of titles. All you need to do is simply go to our website, DungeonCrawlersRadio.com, click on the Audible link, and sign up for your free 30-day trial with Audible, and select your free audiobook, and you can cancel this deal at any time. By doing this, Audible will help us continue to bring you the quality shows you've come to love and expect. We love you. I, I need to start bringing mint. Like mint candy. That was so minty, minty fresh. right there. Yeah. Mm, fresh. Yes. Yes. It almost brought me back to days when Joe did those almost all the time, the, the old PSAs. You know, I almost wanted to just go find like those old PSAs from like like He Man and G.I. Joe and Transformers and then get those written down and we just redo them. Yeah. A reenactment of the pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he man, I lost my ball in the street. You shouldn't run out there, Timmy. You could get hit by a car. Oh, I'm I'm more. Well, oh, thank you, he man. Like the the uh, the 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 parodied e bombs were world ones. Where yeah. Well, we could do those pork too. Pork chop sandwiches. My favorite one was body massage. I don't know why, but I just could not stop laughing at body massage. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into geek news. Who wants to? Who wants more geek news? Yes. Since more, we started this out, who wants to start off? Uh, well, I've got one. Okay, right, go for it. Uh, so uh, you know, Breaking Bad. Uh, they kind of had a had a big year last year, I guess. You know, and uh, a big ending year. Yeah, very big ending year. But uh, as uh, part of their promotions, they had a, uh, uh, a sweepstakes to uh, win a trip to go to the 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 wrap up party, and you also got a the, the Winner also got a free signed um, uh, hazmat suit from the cast. Well, that's now in Florida's, uh, um, what's that called, evidence uh, locker now, (laughs) since the the gentleman who won it, uh, Mr. Uh, Ryan Lee Carroll, was uh, uh, caught with with narcotics. (laughs) So... uh, So he was living the life as Walter White. He was living the life as Walter uh, White, but not smart enough to get away from the cops, apparently. So, uh, That's some good irony there. Yeah. That is actually funny, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Not as tragic as the last irony of uh, the like one of the winners of a uh, Fox uh, reality TV show and the becoming a victim of 9-11. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. This is a little more, little more laughable. <laughs> yeah. Well, because no one actually died. Yeah, nobody died. Yeah, that scumbag got to got to go to jail. All right. Hey, yeah. What else do you got going there? Uh, well, I, I you know let's uh do get a, a you know let's kind of do okay. a round robin on this. Sure, one. we can do that. Can you do a round robin? I think. Oh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll do one at a time. That works. That, that that evens it out a bit. <laughs> okay. All right, Joe. Alrighty. See here. Um, really, uh, real quickly. Um. Uh, See, real-life husband and wife Daniel Craig and Rachel Weisz are starring in a play in uh, in the in London's West End. Made a million gajillion dollars, seventeen point five million actually to be precise. And the 14- so, so there's no gajillion in there. 
Now, there is no actual gajillion dollars. But uh, as of awesome. January 5th, though, the ticket price for the play was 275 to $499. So if you were looking to go and, go and uh, get up close to James Bond and or that other lady who was in a lot of other things, you're going to be shelling out some dough. All right. So, okay. There you go. But yeah, go find him. The play is called, or it's a, oh, it's a Broadway revival. It's called, uh, uh, it's called Betrayal by Harold Hunter. All right. And Firebird, let's uh, take the first one you got. Oh, let's see. That's uh, kind of kind of neat of us. This weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Legend of Hercules in bloom and the rocket, and I get to go see Legend of Hercules tonight. Oh, lucky. Yeah. Now, you. now is this is this the one with Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I don't think so. Okay, because no, there's two uh, there's two Hercules movies coming out this year, uh, and no, the Rock Dwayne the Rock, Rock Johnson is in one yeah, of those. That one comes out later. Okay, it's later. Yeah. Okay, all right. It's not the one that's coming out tonight. All right. No. So for those of you that are fans of the Agent of Shield uh, TV series, well, this week it was finally revealed how Agent Coulson came yeah. back to life. Um, I'm not going to say much, but it was very disappointing. That's what nope. that's Game what of Spoilers. Can... Game of Spoilers. Game of Spoilers. Game of Spoilers. That, that's you the thing that say? we came up with is Game of Spoilers. Oh, so... Uh, you, so we, yeah, we spoilers spoil are no longer taboo, so... So say it? All right. Okay. Say, say so, uh, basically, uh, he was dead for several days. And, uh, Nick Fury uh, got a team of scientists that worked nonstop for days to resurrect him. It that was, was a, it. It was a place. Yep. That was it. Franken monsters. You don't really yeah. bother to mention the whole brain atrophy. Or... Uh, no, his his brain was fried. Uh, okay. They, they they did several insane surgical procedures, which fried Coulson's brain. Uh, the doctor continue. Yeah, I mean, the doctor continues saying, after what you've been through, we wanted to restore the man. You'd once been, so we gave up, or we gave you a pleasant memory of a beautiful island, and didn't want you to be, uh, yeah, didn't want him to remember he'd lost his life. So pretty much he, he it was like they just wanted a him bit. to think that he was yeah. injured, and then he got to do some yeah recap and yeah. So they were screwing with <laughs> his memory and his brain, okay. and implanted a fake memory of being in Tahiti. I figure he walks into work though as soon as it comes back. Hey guys, it was a great so, vacation. What did I miss? But this also uh, means because they were screwing around with him, he was conscious dur- during and aware during the entire procedure. <laughs> but he thought he was in Tahiti. Yep. Well, it's because they screwed with his memory. Magical yeah. place. That yeah. is, and that's it. Okay. Very uncreative. That's, very dull. Very boring. Yeah, it's getting kind of sad. Like I gave it uh, the benefit of the doubt, and I stopped watching it after they did the Thor, ep- or right before they did the Thor episode, because I was hoping I'd get a chance to go see Thor before seeing it. Yeah. And now the it's Thor like episode, like six more. You, you could have watched that episode and still not have even known what happened in the movie. Oh, okay. It was like thirty seconds, and they're like, "Oh, we're cleaning up the aftermath," oh. and the story. That was <laughs> okay. it. Yeah. All right. That was so. the amazing Thor crossover. On uh, uh, speaking of Thor and th- speaking of movies, uh, this actually kind of uh, segues into my uh, next thing. Uh, movies that passed the Bechdel test for sexism earned more last year than the movies that didn't. Now, for those of you who don't know what the Bechdel test is, it's uh, kind of a, a, a storytelling or it's a, it's a it's a test that they kind of throw at uh, shows to kind of see 
where the show is kind of landing on the on the lines of is it a uh, hyper masculine macho show okay. or is this uh, you know a little more along the lines of a progressive uh, movie? So the the question is: Are there more than two female characters having a conversation together without any men present? And does the conversation consist more than just them talking about the man? So okay. that's the Bechtel test. Now they let me uh, pull this up because. Uh, it's kind of surprising just how like disparaging the uh, the numbers are are between um, these things, and of course my little link isn't coming up here. So control and all right. Boom. Right now, Flagoon so. is trying to master uh, this button, that button, and uh, right. the link is so, restored. So uh, movies that uh, did well that passed the Bechdel test, uh, uh, movies such as um, Mama, which was the uh, top one, Safe House. Uh, the Smurfs 2. The Smurfs the 2. Smurfs <laughs> was uh, on the higher uh, on the higher level of the Bechtel scale. Wow. Uh, Despicable Me 2. Uh, the Hunger Games uh, went in, and Gravity's kind of the middle middle ground because there really wasn't anybody else except for Sandra Bullock in that movie. I mean, there's a few so, scenes with there's a few scenes with uh, with uh, George Clooney until he dies. But in the end, I mean, but really, the there's, end, there's barely any kind of compare. There's but, nothing to compare against. But uh, movies that didn't do well at, uh, um, you know, that, that didn't pass this, like uh, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, um, that's on the that's on the lower end of the uh, the winnings. The Hobbit, the Death oh, of you Miles. mean that that didn't? You have James T. Kirk, the Ultimate Womanizer, didn't make it on no, there. Oh man. Didn't. Huh. Let alone Alice Eve, the only reason she was in there is for that one spot where she shows up in her underwear. Now, this is this is one that's on the lower end spectrum, which I'm kind of sad to see it's on the lower end spectrum, which is Pacific Rim, because that has one of the most, the, the one of the strongest female... I think so, lead, she, yeah. She was one of the strongest female leads that uh, we saw last year, but since, you know, she was, you know, was the only character, the only female character in there, she kind of... Um, it it fails the Bechtel scale. Yeah, but, right. uh, I'd imagine for the same reason. Then the desolation of smog, the same reason because it's yeah, the, they've like Peter Jackson had to create a character just to put something in there so it's not just the dwarf and sausage fest. <laughs> so everyone, because everyone, because I mean seriously, it's, I was sort of doubting for a while that there that there were females in uh, in Middle Earth. Period. Well, that's the whole reason Liv Tyler's character is there. I mean seriously, yeah, they, they fleshed her character out a little more than they yeah did. yeah. However, uh, I do like that elf. On the lower end of this, uh, Oblivion, um, looks like uh, White House Down and Warm Bodies were uh, the lowest uh, uh, makers that uh, didn't even have two. Uh, there were two or more women, but they only talked about um, each other, talked to each other about a man. So, yeah. Yep, nowadays, that would nowadays do there are movie people or uh, movie uh, writers. Huh. You, you, you know. We're gonna, you're gonna have to actually <laughs> think when it comes to writing dialogue for female characters. Nice. Well, I, I guess that would mean that the uh, Fast and the Furious series is way up there because there are several women in that, uh, the, in those movies, especially on the teams. So I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it turns out. But yeah. the question is, is do they talk about more than? Do, do they have a conversation more than just about what the guys are doing? Yeah, they talk about cars and this and that. So. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, uh, that's actually pretty interesting. I didn't know yeah, about that. That is. All right. That, that is. That is very. Joe. Strange. Um, 
well, I guess strange and not surprising. All right, so um, let's see here. Actor Gerard Butler is in the final talks to be taking the role originated by Patrick Swayze in the Point Break remake. I saw that. Yeah, huh? So look at uh, look for Gerard Butler to screw up another movie come 2015. <laughs> hey, he did pretty good in 300 way back when, and then not very good in yeah, anything, anything else. Because all so, he has to do is show his ass. So pretty much, this, so pretty much we're going Sparta. to get... A Scottish surfer dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah, especially since Keanu Reeves is absolutely out of the Point Break remake. Well, I hope so. Yeah, he he. Last week he declared he is absolutely not going to be a. Part I mean, of seriously, what's but it going to be there? Dude, you're not Patrick Swayze. But after 47 <laughs> Ronin, too, I kind of have some uh, ideas. I don't think he's coming back. I well, I no, I think he's going to be doing some more movies, but I think he's gearing up for something a little bit bigger than Point okay. Break. Well. I mean, he's been out of the limelight so long, and 40, 47 Ronins actually is bombing. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, it was, it was, but no, it, no, he, it was awful. He, he's not awful. known for taking box office, you know, or movies that are uh, blockbusters. Didn't he do another movie last year about a guy doing Tai Chi? Yeah, Man, uh, man of Tai Chi. Man yeah. of Tai Chi. I yeah. thought that got some pretty good movies, didn't it? Yeah. It got some. I mean, I, I mean... Just to be honest, I think the only thing he's ever been in that was a major blockbuster is The Matrix. Yeah, and I think that was mostly. I think it was more because of the ensemble, yeah. than because of Keanu yeah. Reeves. Yeah. So. So. Oh. Well. But yeah, All right. the, the 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 signs are pointing towards a bigger project that well, might finally come to fruition. It, it would be nice to see him again. He's been out of the limelight for a while, but he's also had yeah, a really rough life. Needs, yeah, he needs to stop being the leading man. Let yeah. other people take that. Yeah. Oh. He, yeah. he can't do it. Neither can Gerard Butler. Yeah. Let's 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 face it. He, All he, right. The guy can't he, do it. He did a good job with uh, with 300, but you know a you know 500 pound shaved gorilla could have done 300 really. Yeah. 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 So why couldn't you? Why couldn't as good of a movie as that is, there really wasn't much on the acting side. No. Not much needed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Firebird. Uh, today, Overstock.com has started accepting Bitcoin payments for everything now. CEO and really? Chairman Patrick, yeah, Patrick Byron is driven is, is unafraid of what the future holds and wants to be the first at paving the way into online purchasing. The downside is that the market for the coin is is really actually really small because a lot oh, of yeah. people have put their money into it to invest and they're hoarding them. Yeah. So they're not really spending them. Well, I mean, at one point, one Bitcoin was up in the several like, tens of thousands. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, and they, then it just plummeted. Well, Bitcoin is, uh, I think, is starting to be. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Firebird, weren't the uh, isn't Zynga the, the Zynga games? Aren't they going to start using Bitcoin? Because that drove up I the have, value. I haven't heard anything about that actually. Um, I'll have to do some research. But I know at one time they were what started out at like ninety eight or a hundred dollars for Bitcoin, and it's just outrageous how they fluctuate. Yeah, I mean, so, there were some people that were writing, and they're like, you know, they s- sold them off, and they were millionaires. Mm-hmm. You know, and other yeah. ones were like, oh wait, I'm just going to ride this wave, and it's going to get higher, and then it went boom and crashed. Yeah, so. I mean, well, given the uh, given the recent, or well, I shouldn't say, well, the sort of recent. Uh, the closure of the Silk Road. Yeah. I mean, they were accepting bitcoins, and, and so I mean, as a as a form of non traceable currency, mm-hmm. 
You know, I mean, I can see where the real value in something like Bitcoin would be. Yeah. Where cash just won't do. I don't know. One more step, one more step closer to Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Galactic credit. There we go. All right. Wow, but that is, yeah, that's really interesting though that uh, that a major retailer like Overstock would be taking something. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like Bitcoin. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna jump into this one. Uh, so, who out there remembers the uh, the movie Major League? Yeah. Yes. Happily. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, does. It's been a while, you know. Wild Charlie day. Sheen playing uh, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. Mm-hmm. It has been 25 years since that movie came oh out. Oh, my gosh. And to wow. celebrate and commemorate that, Topps has created baseball cards of the Indians that will be released of all the original <laughs> actors. Nice. So, yeah. So you will be able to get Jake Taylor, Roger Dorn, and Ricky... Wild Thing Vaughn in your Topps baseball card collection. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Now I have a reason to start buying, collecting baseball yep. cards again. From the 1989 <laughs> Cleveland Indians team. Yep. I mean, these actually look pretty good. I mean, there's a couple right there. I'll get these posted yeah, up. They, on, look, like, uh, they, on, look, like they look like normal cards. baseball cards. Uh, I'll get these posted up on the Facebook page on our website, but... It is hilarious. Wow, Roger Dorn actually looks like a halfway legitimate baseball yeah, player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, remember me? I was on L.A. Law. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm just a slightly overweight, balding guy on psych. Yeah, yeah he, at least there he's funny. Yeah, no, he's trying to he be is funny. funny. <laughs> um, but that was, you know, that was a great <laughs> show. So That was a good show. Oh. Yeah. But the one thing I like is the Jake Taylor one. Looks like it's auto- it's signed. Mm-hmm. So if it comes that way, that's awesome. Oh man, that'd be yeah. it. Yeah. Alrighty. It only comes that way if you see him in Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then pay fifty dollars. And one more round of the round robin. One more round and we're out of here. So a JRPG for the 3DS with the ever so strange name Bravely Default. Although, yeah, I guess it is kind of brave to go default nowadays. Well, uh, Square Enix has had to do some uh, tweaking to their uh, system and to their uh, uh, Western releases, uh, changing the uh, age of some of the female characters and kind of putting a little more clothes on them. Because, uh, like, I've got us right out right here, and, like, it is, like, the left side or the right side of this picture is the Japanese release. And then the left side, which all it really is adding, like... The left side or right side, she's just wearing she's wearing a bikini, like one of the characters is wearing yeah. a bikini, and then the underside uh, the under picture of it is another character wearing basically a belt suit, and uh, the other side the western side has them wearing, uh, you know more of a, more like boy shorts and a few more belts, now and then they also had to change the uh, the day the ages from fifteen to eighteen to uh, yeah probably kinda, safe which, on that which one. you know is is kind of I I would consider that to be kind of par for the course a lot of times when you have to do when you're doing a, a, a JRPG or any sort of Japanese uh, changeover changing it up because you know age of consent in Japan is fifteen yeah it's uh, it's, yeah. Different, yeah. Very... it's different in other uh, countries. So, yeah. you know, it's good on them. Taboo. Yeah, it's good on, on Square Enix to go, okay, we're changing us. Well, that's, you know, getting some some other people upset about this. and They're screaming censorship. Why are you going to change this stuff on here? So, 
Yeah, we 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 know what uh, side of the hentai pillow they go to. <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that you said it. So to stop, yeah. <laughs> Just don't. It's not going to change the story at all if the character is fifteen or eighteen. That's all they're changing on yeah, there. All they the cha- they did a little palette swap, or they did a they did a skin change, and they changed up the 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 costume to make it look like she was bearing a little less skin. Mm-hmm. It's right. not that big of a deal there, people. I, I took off for a little bit. Which game? Barely default. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I yeah. did read that earlier. And yeah, no. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. People are trying to make it a big of a deal, and <laughs> I just find it laughable. In it humorous. is. Yeah, it is. And I laughable. mean, yeah, it's, yeah. Legal age of consent in Alaska is 16, so. Yeah. It, it, right. You yeah. say potato. I say potato. that monkey. Uh, yeah. I, I say that's probably ground for date rape. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Goes up on deck. Next. Next. Uh, so next month, uh, WWE will be launching its own network, twenty four seven, and it's going to be offering for the subscription fee. Uh, all of its programming, past and present, and including access to its pay-per-views mm-hmm. every month. At a, at, um, and you're not paying extra for it. It's only $120, which is a tremendous savings, seeing as one pay-per-view in high definition is like 80 bucks. Yeah. And you get all of them for a whopping $120 a month. So it's a huge, 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 huge savings. So um, the UFC is sort of rushing out its own, its own similar mm-hmm. product, but it is... Horribly not ready. All I can say is if they do this, I want Centovision. You want Centovision? Centovision. <laughs> Centovision. So really? that why they are, you know, like when The Rock says, do you know what The Rock, you know, you, you, know, you, you get to something. smell what he's cooking. I don't want you know, to smell what you The get Rock is You get to smell the sweat. No. I mean, it is. Disgusting. Uh, so these te- televisions are so high def, it's like you're almost there. So let's smell. I may as well go all the way. Yeah. I can, I can picture, like, you know, Mythbusters or, you know, if they ever revamp Jackass back. And they'll, they'll do things to people. Yeah. They'll make you smell horrible Horrible stuff. Now, Food Network, on the other hand, that yeah. would be bad. That, yeah. Other than, it might other than the, the fact that we'd always be hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, obesity would just skyrocket. <laughs> no, because then they'd have to or cook. They, or they'd I don't get know. the smell sensor a little close to the sh- to yeah. the cook, and they are not pleasant smelling people. Don't uh. <laughs> say that it'll be like Facebook. Whenever you smell it so long, you have no desire to eat it anymore. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, let's see here. So, uh, UFC will be having its, uh, it's going to be called Fight Pass, and it'll be offered at nine ninety nine a month. But there's no word on whether or not they're going to be offering the pay-per-views as part of that cost. So, they're already kind of a step behind that while the WWE really has, they put at least two years worth of research and marketing um, to put out a polished product. They're ready to roll. So it's just kind of unfortunate that uh, Jim Ross will not be a part of the opening of the programming. Okay. Guy who absolutely deserved to have been part of that, and he won't be there. So. All righty. Oh, well. And we move to Firebird for her last one. Geek news that we couldn't use. If you are looking for armor on Eastie, you might have ventured into something you never knew existed, which was cat battle armor. Uh, it's armor that you can turn your furry friend into an adventuring companion, they can take hit points. It's actually made out of leather, 
and it's all studded in, and there's spikes down the spine, and it's all around the side. It's like a big harness. It covers uh, the hind legs like a little skirt, and it it goes down the shoulders, and it uh, hooks, you know, across the front and underneath the stomach. But it's awesome, and you could have a little battle cat at your beck and call. That's what I was gonna say. You should, you should, since you have access to the fa- the DCR Facebook page, you should throw that link up there so people can see it. Oh these, my god, these are really detailed armor oh, pieces. Oh, I, I mean, you have you right have now. leather overlapping other pieces, and they're oh studs. I can just it's I, pretty my, sweet. My only my only thing is just how would you ever be able to get a cat into something like that? I I can once he's in, when, he's in. <laughs> the, the cat that I had was so ADD. You couldn't even, like, it, he wouldn't even stand still for, like, two seconds to get a drink of water, let alone let you put on a full set of leather armor. Yeah. Wow. I cannot let my wife see that. She's going to make some, isn't <laughs> yeah, she? Yeah, she she's, make... she's going she's gonna to probably go out and purchase one Pretty until sweet she looking. sees it. All right, so. You don't own a cat. You will one day. It's Finally. A, this is official. Uh, the Lucasfilm Story Group has announced that there will be one continuous canon throughout everything. Uh, The TV series, the cartoons, the comics, the movies. The movies do not overwrite anything that's already out there. So So does that also mean that the Star Wars Holiday Special is part of this canon? They didn't mention that because that's probably... We don't don't talk about the the, uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, they don't. So... Um, so yeah, so the I'm, movies will not contradict the TV shows or the comics or any of the expanded universe books out there. So it, it's always been known that the movies trump anything out there. Yeah. At this point, that will not be the case. There will be one universal continuous canon for Star so there, Wars. Is there any news on? Um, is there going to be any kind of a link or anything that will give us a? The actual timeline? Or? They're working on that right now. Okay. Yeah. Are they going to have like a wiki for it, or is it just going to be a website? Just be like, this is it. Don't argue with it, or or we will come to your house and we'll we'll yeah. hit you with a lightsaber hilt. We'll have I, Boba Fett try to yeah, attack I mean, you, but he'll end up dying. I mean, there's not the, much uh, more information out other than that right now. Uh, this is just something, but uh, you know, the canon will go across all the media, and they're working on. Putting all of that together, because there's a lot out there. Yeah. Uh, and this is going to be a huge undertaking, to be honest. Um, but yeah, this is also going to include games like Force Unleashed yeah. uh, and the second one, which I don't even think they can even technically put into canon. Is. I don't know. Um, especially since it has like that side adventure where you could have killed Darth Vader and you're now the apprentice. Yeah, that's know. actually the first one where you can yeah, kill Darth exactly. Vader. Yeah. So then are, are they also going to include some of the other things like the uh, the Ewoks movies yeah. or the Ewok adventure? Yep. And, yep. Uh, that's all part of this. So who knows? Sindel <laughs> may s- show up in the next movie. <laughs> Sindel. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, that'd yeah. be kind of cool if they could consider what happened in uh, what was that Smugglers? Uh, uh, Scoundrels. Scoundrels. Yeah. Great book if you haven't that picked it up. That was a great book. Let's put it this way: if you uh, yeah, Han Solo is an amazing character, read that book, and he's like Danny Ocean on steroids. Yep. 
He's on Roy. Yeah. like Danny Ocean without being the smug a-hole that George Clooney is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's pretty much it in a, in a nutshell. Yeah. So, so look, forward, look forward to that. And no, no release date for that yet? Uh, for what? For the uh, official canon. No, they don't have... Uh, it's going to take some time. But I, I would suspect that it would be out before the 2015 movie. I would hope so, to uh, help they, build they, up. Yeah, that, a complete I mean, set like that would get yeah. even the hardest core fans. Yeah. Because I'm sure right now they're working on that, and they're working with the people doing the movie, so that everything flows. Um, and that, I mean, that's my only guess. To get it all to flow. Yes. So we are moving a lot <laughs> faster than I anticipated. We, I mean, we're just cruising. Well, we're we are uh, seven minutes to the top of the yeah. hour. So, for those of you, again, check us out, Facebook, YouTube. We have our own uh, Dungeon Crawlers Radio channel Yes. Uh, on YouTube, uh, as well as you can find us on Twitter under DCR underscore show or Google Plus. Check us out there. The Facebook page is the one that gets updated the most. Of course, our, our Dungeon Crawlers Radio page does have our blog posts, up-to-date guests that are coming on. I should probably mention that. Let's go over that. So, next week... As we're going to have the game designers of Wreckage. Uh, we met these guys at Gen Con. They've released the official core rule books, which they sent me a PDF of, and I've got to get to you guys uh, for next week's show. That's out. They're coming on the show to talk about their game. This is a really great game, and it's based on a community. So your individual character doesn't level up. Your community does. Oh. So that's how it works. So... You know, if you need a rogue and there's not a rogue in your party, well, you can take one out of the community and now he's part of your team and you don't have to worry about, you know, leveling him up. He's just a, a wimpy level one rogue. Nope, he's a level four with the rest of your crew. Uh, I have a level seven township. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll explain in more detail. Uh, we didn't get a chance to sit down. I have a Yes. <laughs> I mean, we, didn't get a, we didn't get a chance to sit down with these guys and actually do a, a test play. But from what we could see, it was it was pretty sweet looking. So they'll be on the show uh, the following week after that. It will be oh man, my brain has decided to take a hiatus. Hold on. So there's no one filling in my dead air. That's okay. Well, the Battle Cat Armor is now up on our Facebook page. Battle Cat Armor. Go to the Facebook page, DCR Facebook, and check it out, scope it out. You will all laugh. It's great. Yes, you must go see it. Uh, okay, here we go. So Wreckage is next Thursday. Uh, on the 23rd, that's two weeks from today, uh, we have Carrie Vaughn coming on talking about her book, Dreams of the Golden Age. She's uh, really well known for her urban fantasy novels of the Kitty Norwell. Uh, Norville series. So she's written more than 60 short stories in science fiction and fantasy, and uh, it's going to be a, a great, great uh, interview. And then the week after that, the final show of this month uh, on the 30th, Richard Lee Byers will be coming back to talk about the next book in the Sundering series, The Reaver, as well as talking about another book that he released just before Christmas, The Plague Night and Other Stories. So, uh, yes. I can't hear you now. What the heck? Why why can't I hear you? Is it on or off? 
I, I can you hear Joe? No. You cannot hear Joe. Oh, oh there's Joe. Yeah. I turned down the wrong mic. <laughs> My bad. So, so so he's got so this book is called The Plague Night. The Plague Night and, and other, the other stories. And other oh, stories. Okay, okay, so so what are these other so he's telling us this thing called a plague night. Okay, great. Yeah. What about these other these other stories? We'll just have to wait to talk to him. Are they less interesting? It, it's night. He's a night. Maybe, yeah. maybe he takes lots of adventures. Yeah, so, so yeah. we're talking about the last show of the month, which uh, Richard Lee Byers is coming back on the show to talk about his uh, next book in, in the Sundering series, The Reaver. The Reaver. And he released another book just before Christmas called The Plague Night and Other Stories. So he'll be talking about both of those. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, that'll be on the 30th. Well, it'll be nice to talk to Richard. And then... The following week after that, so February 6th, Alex Bledsoe will be returning for his next book. That's still such an awesome last name. Yeah. Oh, nice. So he will be ta- he'll be talking about his book, He Drank and Saw the Spider, or something like that. <laughs> he drank and saw the Spider. Yeah. So needless to say, I think there's going to be some drinking going on in that I book. Think I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess at here, this. Possibly spiders. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look up the or title. I may one. have botched that one. So, uh, Alex. well, while you're doing that, should I do the Amazon? Uh, yeah, go ahead. All take right. it. Uh, so, you've already gone this far with us, but do you enjoy listening to Dungeon Crawlers Radio? Did you know that one of our loyal li- that that yeah, I screwed that up. Did you know that that you, one of our loyal listeners, can help support the show by doing something as shopping at Amazon.com? There are no extra fees or subscriptions you have to sign up for. Go to the website, DungeonCrawlersRadio.com, make sure you clear out your cookies, then click on the Amazon link to shop like you normally do. This will help us continue bringing you quality shows that you've come to love and expect. And if you haven't checked out the fa- or the website, that Amazon link is huge. It is. Yeah, and it also gives you wonderful suggestions. So, yeah. yeah. The title is He Drank and Saw the Spider. Okay. So it is the next Eddie Lacrosse back, novel. Back to the back to the Amazon thing. Yeah. So I had actually uh, actually like inadvertently forgot to get something for uh, Mrs. Flagoon yeah. for Christmas. And yeah, yeah, like yeah, I was I was about How ready to How do you do that? Well, <laughs> there's, there's several factors. Yeah, we had a few things kind of coming along, along the lines and you know, uh, we thought I thought that what we got for Christmas was insurance, and you know, lo and behold, you know, uh, December twenty fifth turns around and there's a present for me under the under the tree. And I'm like, um, why is there a present for me? And she's like, well, I got you something. I'm like, crap. Now, fortunately, she had to work on Christmas. Nice. So we didn't do Christmas until the twenty sixth. Ah. So that left me a with, day. That gave me an, a night. Where I had to play big man, and uh, so I also uh, jumped on that old uh, Amazon thing, looked up Doctor Who license plate covers, and uh, that got printed off and put in a little uh, folder, and I wrapped that up and put that under the tree. So she still had something to unwrap nice. on Christmas on Boxing Day. Very nice. So thank you, Amazon. They rock. All righty. Well, we are at the top of the hour. It is 7 o'clock. Here, uh, where we're at, where you're at, it could be 8, it could be 9, it could be, who knows, it could be tomorrow. But uh, continue listening. So, um, or it could be months from now. It could. It could be months from now. And maybe you're listening to it while you're at work, in the middle of the day. <laughs> yes. We're good like that. We are. Being able to download us. Uh, you can hear us anytime. 
With that said, check out our archives. Or it could be, or it could be, in fact, centuries from now. Yes. And it could be, we could be like, uh, you know, you know, futuristic anthropological uh, architects are trying yes. to disseminate how the society uh, was uh, was you know created during the the the, the turn of the twenty first century. And they're like, oh, hey, look at these guys. It's Dungeon Crawlers Radio. I didn't know that there was dungeons and dragons and this. this is you want to know what? I, I'd have to. If someone is listening to this in the future, and let's say it's 60, 70 years in the future, it, it's a dystopian future. Things have crumbled. Things have gone to hell in a handbasket. And we are the historical records. They are doomed. <laughs> Yes. What are you talking about? But I, all I can no, say is, I, I is, think, is, I think, is, I think we are perfectly things. capable is two, is of, two, uh, of bringing of of you know, keeping the future uh, generations privy to the knowledge of uh, the happenings of well, the late 2010. Th- this is what I have to say. There's two things really that must happen. happen. One, there must be a, a a kingdom established called Flagonia. Yes. There must be. Riva, riva, the land of Revan. I don't know what we'll call that. And, and they will eternally be at war. And then there must be the land of Joe. Now, the land <laughs> of Joe is filled. It is the land you go to always get a cup of Joe. It is yeah. where, peace and, where peace and tranquility <laughs> always reside with a hot dog and a cup of cup, Joe. That yeah. does not sound like Joe. I don't really <laughs> no. think you'd be drinking, co- drinking coffee and eating a hot dog, though. That's... <laughs> Yeah, that's really don't, gross. That's a yeah. donut. Oh, don't, oh, donut. You gotta have donuts too. Yes, donut. I can live with that. It's a giant Seven Eleven. Flagonia, Flagonia is gonna be a like. Actually, I think we could probably start doing this as our as you know, for for that uh, that game series. Yeah. You know, Flagonia would be uh, primarily uh, weapons based. Like we 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 would build the weapons and yeah. then we would trade out to the weapons. Okay. We keep the good stuff for us. All right. Joe, throw your two cents in here. I was, I was gonna say, I think, I think DC, I would be like the wild stallion of, uh, <laughs> of the of the 2010s, and so like we inspire this era of world peace. Yeah. And 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 a world where we can actually genetically bring back George Carlin. Okay. To a time travel, I think we could do that. <laughs> and then Rufus could transport. All I yeah. 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 I'm not gonna. Phone go, booth. I, I don't want a phone booth. I will have a police box, but not a phone booth. Sorry. What's the difference? It's all good. Well, well, I know one's bigger on the inside. Yes. All right. Because the phone, the phone booth is not that good. I, I still don't know how they cram. We don't, we don't have Lincoln don't and everyone have else in there. We don't have boxes in America though. We don't have phone booths in America either. Not anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's what we'll do. It will appear as a night or as a as a uh, 2014 Fiat. Uh, no, 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 no. That would be too brand specific. Yeah. Um. And no DeLoreans. <laughs> a Segway. That would be one horrible trip through the time segway. vortex. <laughs> hold, you have to hold on to dear life in your Segway. <laughs> wow. Hopefully there's shields on that thing. <laughs> all right. I just take a portal. That's all. Just yeah. a portal. I just want a portal gun. <laughs> this doesn't really help you with time travel. It doesn't, but you know, I had a portal gun, and then there's like those those cap springs that you get so you can you know do really high fall or yeah. high falls that would just be fun yeah like i would never get anything done i would i, I would 
whatever keep bouncing all over the place. That, that reminds but, me. Whatever happened to Dan Burton and his zombie apocalypse training? I haven't heard from him lately. Dan, if you're listening to the show, email us. Yes, we must do this. I'll get in touch with him. All right. Okay. Well, now that Flagonia is the world resource of weapons. Yes. Uh, As it should. We'll have to figure out where everyone else lies. Because in the future, far, far away, where the world has gone to hell in a handbasket, and we are now the historical record... If you are to make a effigy of me, try to look back to my skinnier Coast Guard pictures as opposed to the (laughs) plush... I don't know, you, you, with the beard right now, you, you're looking oh, very you, lordish. You, could, you, could, you should totally you could post that. one of those photos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could just, you could, you could do I'd that. Love to you see could, it. Yeah, put the, put, the, put the bearded head on the skinny body. I would like to see that. Photoshop, what can it do? Yeah, what can't it do? All righty. Anything else? Well, as far as what, DCR will be in the future? Just random DCR. We are now the historical records. We, we could either create vast nations or religions. From... I totally want a saber to ride on. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill for that. Kill the, for church, that. the Church of Firebird, where they, where they <laughs> ride on sabers. Yes. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Sounds cool. See? Joe's behind me. Yeah, I'm riding. I'm in your corner on that one. When it's time for you to die, you're thrown to the flames, and if you come back restored, you get to live a second life. If you yes. burn to death, oh well, you 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 did you didn't you didn't live a good enough solid life. <laughs> I totally want the battle cat armor. Yeah, <laughs> So okay, with that said, I I saw the silliest thing yesterday. Um, so there. I saw this Boy Scout troop. You know how Boy Scout troops have their their troop flag, you know, yeah. like you have the Eagles or the Bobcats. I saw the Ice Phoenixes. Is that not like the most oxymoron in the world? That's kind of odd. The Ice. I, how do they? How do they resurrect? I you were going to say like something like Time Lords. No, no Ice Phoenixes. It's like what the heck? How do? How do? Yeah, because I mean, do they just like burst into a shower of snow and then they resurrect? themselves? Maybe what? it's a blue flame. Ooh. But they're ice. That means no. the blue flame freeze you. Cold fire. I, I don't know. I don't have any answer for this. Yeah, I know. It, it it's makes very, no sense. It's very, it like, like, just the sound of it brings up, brings up pale blues and stark whites and, and just purple. makes you think of, think of like an ice crystal in the shape of an egg, but like Perfectly, like perfectly shaped with absolutely no flaws to it whatsoever. Good and job. I, Maybe it's not ice. Maybe it's crystal. Maybe quartz. Because it looks like ice, they call it ice. Yeah, or maybe it's crystal. salt. <laughs> salt. I mean, it's salt. Salt. <laughs> the salt phoenixes. <laughs> like uh, resurrection. That hurts so much. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Yeah, I just saw that. I'm like, what the heck? That, yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, we're about ten after. Let's let's jump into this. We gotta let's move forward because we do have three gamer forges. We have gamer forges. So we yeah we gotta make sure we start about the uh, yeah. uh, half past the hour. Yeah. <gasps> so okay. Oh, and we also have the um, epic showdown. Yeah. So we'll see the epic showdown now. 
I don't know if Firebird's going to feel comfortable doing the Epic Showdown this evening. Yeah, I, I, would, I would totally pass. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, so, have, like, I have my notes. <laughs> okay, so... Although I'm still trying to figure out who R2DS is. Is it? Did it do S? It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, ah, he did. Wow. It's not, a Ninten- it's not the new Nintendo. Okay, sorry. Anyways, I was trying to get this out fast for you guys, but okay, so R2-D2 versus Twiki. Now, for those of you who don't know who Twiki is, he's the robot sidekick of Buck Rogers in the future. So, yes, sorry, future people listening to us. Buck Rogers did not happen. Neither yeah. did the Jetsons or anyone else. So, who well, wants the, to the take... The Jetsons have, was supposed to happen in 1985. Yeah, so. so who wants to take who between the two of you? Uh, I'll, I'll take whatever. I'll, I'll do okay. R2 because I have absolutely no knowledge of Twiggy. All right, well, you, can, you, you have laptops in front of you. You can pull up Wikipedia. True. You can use that. So, I will moderate... Yeah, see, this would be the time to have a music break. To I know this would be a great time. Oh, but no. it's not functioning. We haven't had to break the sound hey, I didn't do anything. Yep, yeah, uh-huh. I didn't do anything is what he always says. Worked fine for me at the uh, end of year extravaganza. Well, they're, they're doing happy something. times. Is that why I could never communicate? Somebody broke the soundboard. No, no, no. It It, it worked just fine. It's just for something, for some reason, tonight, it's not working. I don't know why. It's weird. But, anyways, so, well, how do we want to do this? How do we want to take a break? We could totally talk about sabers and stuff again. Well, uh, if you want (laughs) to, Rev, you could... uh, uh, seeing I Dream the Dream uh, from uh, Les Miserables. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you could do that. Hold on. Music on your phone that you can That's, play. Yeah. yeah, he's just about to... to I'm, a, I'm in a hot wire, the laptop. Oh, hot wire. And he's playing something through our soundboard. With And then we can take a music break. Let's see if this works. I, I think this just might work. Call 911. Man Something down, like, man down. There's a man down. Uh, Get electrocuted. Yeah, well, that that happened. But you said you were going to hotwire, right? Yep. All right. Let's see if this works. I'm going to hit play. Does it? Will it? No. No. Oh, we'll be back. It's working. I don't hear it. There's nothing. 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 Well, apparently Firebird can't hear it, oh. but we could. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were rocking out. You didn't hear anything? <laughs> there was dead air. <laughs> well, it, it's probably not coming across the uh, Skype connection, but it was going into the soundboard. But uh, I don't know. that You'd think that would work. The, as long as the general population hears it. Here. I can. Let me try this again. Let's see if you hear this. Do you hear this? Can you hear that, Firebird? Uh, In the faint, faint distance, but not really. Uh, I do not want to push the button that one should not push. Oh, yeah. Those are usually like the ejection button. That's the button that one should not push. And apparently... I hear it. I hear it. That's... 
the button pusher on fire. Can you hear that? I can't hear you now. No. Okay. Well, I don't think hot wiring this is going to work. We can hear it. We're rocking out, but no one else is. Oh. Oh. Just like your head. Oh, that's crazy. Oh. That was one I haven't heard before. It was Bus. I thought I. Oh, that was Minibus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just how it starts out. Ah. All right. Excuse me. Well, I don't, I don't well how, about, how about we do this? You two go around the corner, talk real quick, decide, and then come back. About who's doing what? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm ready to rock and roll. You're ready to yeah, rock? I think I'm, I think you guys I'm, are ready. On there. You're ready to go now. So that little in, interlude was enough. All right. Yeah, that was enough. Okay. So with this said, the first and the very first epic showdown of 2014 starts right now. Oh, and by the way, for those GCR fans out there, a brand new professionally done theme song by Craig Nibo. For Dungeon Crawlers Radio is on its way. Hopefully, you get the soundboard to work. It will be <laughs> awesome. Okay, so who's going? We're gonna flip a coin. We're gonna flip a coin. I okay. have a coin flip to flip. A coin? I have a coin to flip. Oh, I figured we'd just Rochambeau it, but no, I prefer coin, coin flip is probably a okay. more. Who's calling? Yeah, for the coin. Okay, right. right. Joe's calling it. Calling the heads. It's Tels. All right, go ahead. All, All right. right. Okay, so first question. This, so we're going to go through a couple questions. So first question is, how will your character win this fight? R2 is a, uh, is a character of multiple levels. He's not a huge fighter, but he is not afraid to get in the rough himself and use what tools he has in, in, in his disposal. He will shock somebody. To, make, to get his point across, R2 is a very lovable, very uh, compassionate, very, uh, very uh, charismatic leader. Uh, he, he's actually, like, if, if you watch the, the original Star Wars trilogies, he's really the one pulling the strings. He is the puppet master. R2 is, like, he is God to Yoda. Like, like seriously, like, like, he will, he is the one that, 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 Gets everything rolling, and he's the one that just kind of just kind of sees from the background what to, uh, what is happening. He's smart. If he is a he, yes, R two is a he. R two is a he. Okay. He's smart. He's calculating. He knows how to fix things very easily, very quickly. Stubborn, bold, pig-headed, just like me. All right. So that's how he's gonna win. He's going to get other people to do it. All right. He's going to get other people to do it for him. Okay. Because R2 is suddenly God. All right. How is Twitchy going to win? Beady, 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 beady. It's called Comic Relief, Buck. (laughs) 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 You see this? You see, because... That was awesome. Tweaky Tweaky is always accompanied by Dr. Theopolis. Dr. Theopolis is an artificial intelligence with uh, with the programming of a full on doctor. So, while Tweaky himself might not be able to do a whole lot, being an ambuquad, as they are called in the show. Yes. You know, and only, what, like three feet tall. Mm -hmm. Dr. Theopolis, more than smart enough, having the entire resources of the Terran fleet on his side. So he could just reroute a couple of starfighters into that direction and just kind of carpet bomb 
the R2D2 area because I mean, I mean, really the safest way to go about this to to borrow another reference from another science fiction show is to just take off and nuke the site from orbit. All right. The only way to be sure. Okay. All right. And so, so if that's not funny enough, I mean, and also, I mean, he's got the voice of Mel Blanc, so he's, he's, he sounds like some sort of weird cross between, I don't know, like a, I don't know, like a broken record and uh, Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Okay. All right. Come on. So, now that you've heard how Twicky is going to attack you, how right. does R two D two respond? R two D two is not above, not 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 too far above. To also add into the comic comic relief, but he's also got his mind on the prize. He knows how to win things out. He knows how to how to how to manipulate the forces around him. He probably has. He's probably he probably is the force. So he he's got the force on him. Yeah, you're going to try to talk about carpet bombing him, but you're not going to be able to carpet bomb somebody who's already above you dropping nukes himself. Okay. So you so you're saying that it's just going to be a, uh, an outflanking maneuver, so to speak. True. True. Outflanking okay. maneuver. Right. You talk about you you also talk about voices, but you never actually really hear the voice of R2D2. Yeah, you hear those boops and bleeps, but I'm more than positive that they had to actually edit that out because if you heard it, like in in, in the movie Dogma, if you hear the voice of God, <laughs> it will kill you. Your head would explode and your, your head will explode and your chest will collapse. <laughs> oh, man. Huh. All right, with that, how is Twicky going to respond? Going because to... apparently, if you hear R2's voice, your head will explode. <laughs> That's very true, but also uh, being a uh, three-foot-tall robot, it wouldn't affect him. Seeing as Twicky himself is not, uh, not sentient in the true sense, so he's sort of immune to that, so that's kind of a non-factor. Okay. So... Uh, also, being a supporting character through uh, through the entire series of Buck Rogers in the 25th century, and all of its uh, you know associated uh, programming and and parodies and all that stuff, um, you know, I mean, Twicky really has nothing to fear because let's face it, because he's backed up. I mean, let's face it, his backup is Lee Majors. Okay, the guy freaking or Gil Gerard. Sorry, not Lee Majors. Gil Gerard. So almost Lee Majors. Okay. Almost there. <laughs> okay. Almost. Almost there. Okay, so a man who survives cryogenic freezing and one of the leading starfighter pilots of the um, of the Earth of the Earth of the 1980s. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's all about that. Plus he hangs a robot, you know, an AI around his neck like a piece of bling. You know, I bet I bet Dr. Theopolis has like a spinner built into him too. <laughs> Spin that baby around. Right there. This is who he hangs out with. Those are his. That's his posse. Okay. What is R two D 2s posse? A, what five a five foot tall piece of goldenrod scrap metal and uh, you know a kid who's missing an arm. He whines a lot. Who also French kisses his sister. That's actually edited out. Oh, that doesn't that, exist anymore. That doesn't exist. Retcon, baby. It ha- It didn't happen. Yeah, you know what else? Your did? mind has been relayed, been erased. That was a Jedi mind trick. You know what didn't have to be retconned? Fuck Rogers. Just saying. I'm sure it had been. <laughs> yeah, guess what? Show? Fuck Rogers was around before retcon. Well, <laughs> completely off topic. The whole reason why we have Star Wars is because they wouldn't let George Lucas make a Buck Rogers movie. That's so, true. Yeah. 
So you're saying that uh, Buck Rogers was just sort of like the second, uh, the sloppy seconds of George Lucas? Yeah, I would probably say that it's the sloppy seconds of George Lucas. Huh, that's fair. I'll give you that one. Okay, well, we'll talk about talk about this more. <laughs> Let's talk about this in a in in a strictly like within the universe itself. Okay, what is more noted? What is more notable when you when you talk about famous androids of science fiction? Twiki, which I had to actually look up and figure out. Oh, he was in Buck Rogers or R two D two, which is like. Well, we're not we're not going to go there. Knows. So last. Last round. Right. Uh, very simple. You have one move. Your fleets have been destroyed. You've dropped the nukes on. It's mano and mano. R two, Twiggy. What is the last move you you're gonna make to take the other guy down? Twiggy goes first. Twiggy gets to lay down the first one. Yep. Uh, let's see here. How would I see this one going down? Uh, last move. I think it would be appropriately flashy, uh, 20th century Earth. So he'd be, uh, he'd be doing the beady, beady, beady people's elbow. Beady's elbow? The people's elbow. He would be laying down the people's elbow. Oh, he would be doing the people's elbow. Sure, why not? All right. That's the last move. It'll be showy, and for some reason you will stay down because... Well, that's what happens. R R two can simply just roll out of the way of the people's elbow. Wait till he falls, lands, and busts himself up to the point of non-repair, and then use his little shocker thing just to just to just to just poke you at you, because he's going to be broken. He's not going to be able to get up from that. So R two is just going to be just kind of like the mean kid that kicks sand on you after <laughs> kicks the sand in your face after. <laughs> After uh, just crushing and demolishing the beautiful sandcast you made, R2 is going to be there just poking him with his little uh, probe, saying, "I can fix you, but I'm not going to." Okay. Okay. All right. With that said, I am turning this over to the internet. So there you go, internet. So there is a post out there. It has the picture of R2 and Twiggy, and basically, go there. Put in your vote in the comments, as well as you can email us at info at dungeoncallersradio.com. Put in your vote. Vote. We want everyone to jump in on this, have fun. Because, let's face it, this can be fun, you know, and we'll make it more fun. If you have suggestions, go ahead and email us. So I'm going to ask real quickly, based on the arguments, who Firebird is going to pick? Uh... I and if it's totally because you only know one over the other, that's fine. <laughs> um, I really like RTD two. Um, playing yeah. Old Republic, he's awesome. He's there. Um, and I would really have to roll RTD two because he's like a Swiss Army knife. And if you look up some of RTD 2s past, he did a lot. He was like scandalous. <laughs> He was he was everywhere. He was on all sides. It was it's totally ridiculous. I I think. See, he's so, God. He would have a lot of resources to pull from to bring an army. I do think. He's got so Jedi. Who needs an army? That's who I would go with. All right. Okay. So, Firebird has placed the first vote. So, 
I think she should jump on the Facebook page and throw that post on there. But all right, ah! and then get get the ball rolling. Everyone else, we will tell you who wins next week, and then we'll roll out the next uh, the next battle. That's right. Then you better 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 better, better vote for Tweaky. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that you got that down. All right. So with that said, uh, we are at uh, thirty almost thirty five after the hour. Yep, it is. So it time is to kick almost into time. Gamer Forge. So, uh, yeah. Clank, 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 bong, okay. bong, bong. So bong. we do have three emails this evening. Three, um, three, Gamer Forge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so first one's from Stanley. Hello, Stanley. I'm uh, saying Happy New Year, DCR. Can you help me out here? When you gain constitution by leveling up and your modifier increases, do you gain past levels in health? For example, a gunslinger has a 13 con, which makes a plus one modifier. If they roll four, each level at level four, they would have uh, 20 health. They put their gain bonus into con, increasing the modifier to two, or plus two, excuse me. Would that affect only future levels, or would you increase your health to 24? Would it affect your current level, making your health 21? Who has the answer? My understanding when it comes to changing your or adjusting your health uh-huh. after the bonus is it only works after after the been, modifier after has been, been gained. Okay. So any of the time, any of the health that you gain before then was gained when you were not as healthy, or okay. at least when you're, you're you're you weren't gaining the modifier. Okay. Joe, what say you? What say me? Yes. I say yes, it is entirely retroactive, uh, okay. like most, uh, because most of the other skills or attributes also apply, well, retroactive is almost a non-factor in, all, in most of the other attributes, because you can't retroactively go back and make yourself stronger, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can't retroactively go back and make you hit more, you can't go back in time and make yourself uh, more nimble, you can't go back and necessarily make yourself more charismatic, Mm -hmm. make yourself more charming. However, uh, things like intelligence, um, kind of, uh, intelligence does affect, you know, you, once you get smarter, you, it does affect what you can do. It, um, it has a permanent effect on what you can do. And likewise, uh, constitution Mm -hmm. also grants you retroactive bonus hit points. Mind you, when you're changing your constitution at a low, at the lower end of the spectrum, around level four to level eight, right there, it's usually not much because if you're only going up by a point, you're only mm-hmm. getting four hit points. Yeah. So it's often it's often seen as sort of a almost not. Uh, doesn't really matter. It's yeah. It doesn't. It's kind it, of it moot. Yeah. It doesn't make that much of a difference because four hit points. I mean, is only going to make. The, the strongest of differences to someone who has only four hit points yeah. to begin with, whereas someone who already has in the 30s and 40s, right there, four is like, okay. all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's inconsequential. That's what I was looking for, inconsequential. So I see no harm in it. I see no okay. harm in granting retroactive hit points. Uh, let's jump, let's get Firebirds say on this. Since kind of a new gamer, what do you think? Um, I'm kind of a Joe. Um, okay. Even if you even if you get everything, there's still going to be other people who can totally smash you. Yeah. So it's it's not 
you know, unless you're facing people that are comp to your level, then you would kind of act like, you know, you're overpowered. But in the world, I'm sure it would all even out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it really is a moot point at this point. Uh, level 40, you throw in that first attribute, you get four hit points. I, I would have to say, if your DM states otherwise, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, if your DM's going to say, no, it's from this point forward, then that's what you deal with. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, four extra hit points, it's not going to affect much in a, in a game. I mean, it may, may, it may help you survive a goblin attack, but, you know, if you're fighting... At that fight, point, you really shouldn't be fighting goblins anyhow. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're fighting, you know, uh, a giant, four hit points is not going to save your butt no matter what. So It, it could. It, it may. It might not get out of maybe you're two right. or three it, it may. You're right. Um, but it's not going to be that big of a deal where it's going to overbalance the game. It's not going to break the game, yeah. though. Yeah. I still would kind of say go along the lines of it only happens as per yeah. from that time on. But that's just me. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I can see both sides. It, it Again, I would say the best rule of thumb is if your DM states it, it moves, it's you get the bonus from this point forward. That's how it is. If he, uh, on the other hand, says, I don't really care, then go that way. But he's going to be the final say in this one. Yeah. I mean, I always go with what yeah. Judge Master says. They are the final yeah. arbiter. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. I mean, this it's it, it's a moot point on uh, on that one. Yeah. So I mean, unless you're, uh, I mean, unless your dungeon master is making absolutely BS calls. Yeah. But I mean, if they got a reasonable reason, if they got like a logical reason, no, just take it and move on. Done. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's reason. only four hit points. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Four hit points. So what? Are, yeah. I, I guess that really does sum it up. If it, whatever the team might call. Match for who has the highest hit, HP? Oh, then four hit points. Oh, 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 oh damn. Yeah, you better believe that. You better that not take points. those four away from me or I'll pee on the table. Oh, oh. Don't make so mad. All right, let's points. jump to the second one. Second verse, same as the first. Yes. Okay, so uh, this is from Richard. In Hi, my Richard. current setting, the local temple has a permanent zone of truth effect in the main hall. While I, in, while I intended the effect to be uh, innate quality of the stone used to build the temple, there is no permanency option noted on the SRD. In reference to will saves against the emanation, it simply states that each potential affected creature is allowed a save to avoid uh, the effect when the spell is cast or when the creature first enters the emanation. This would make sense in regards to a non-permanent spell. However, if this effect exists essentially forever, does any one creature only ever get a single save against this particular zone of truth, or do they get a save for every exposure to it? This one's kind of a tough one. Hmm. Interesting. So do they have to save every time they go in, make a save every time? Well, that's what he's asking, is every time they are exposed to the zone, do they have to make a save? Because it's a new instance. Yeah, it's a new instance because the book, it, it, it's a temporary zone. Yeah, they're, they're, temporary by yeah, default, there yeah. is no There's permanent. There's no permanent spell, but he's made it a permanent spell. Um, I, I want to fall, and this is kind of just me, I want to fall back to the town of Christmas. Uh, I, for those of you that saw the uh, the 
time of the doctor. You know, the entire it's town yeah, was bathed in a zone of truth. Exactly, you know, pretty much what this is. Everyone was subject to it. Not, as long as they were in the town, they had to speak the truth. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, there just was no saves yeah. uh, against it. It, it, in my opinion, since this is permanent, yeah. there just is no saving against it. Yeah, the, that would be the easy way. Yeah, if if they do want to save, then yeah, it's a save. But the minuses, I, I would say the DC would have to be incredibly yeah, high. Yeah, the DC is going to be yeah, just huge, be, just because they're being bombarded every second by the spell. Yeah. Well, I think even more. I mean, I mean that that would be one way of explaining yeah. it. I think the other. Um, part of the second half of that explanation might have to be, I mean, if they're creating something, like he said to the, uh, it was... It's he emanating from the, the stones from the stone of the building itself. Right so then that's, I mean, that's magic beyond, beyond standard. Yeah. It's like God be. magic. Yeah. That's, yeah. That is something that they, they, they maybe do not fully comprehend. Mm-hmm. And so having a saving throw probably just doesn't sound appropriate at all. And yeah. so just for the context of sto- the story... So that way they don't get too wrapped mm-hmm. up in, ooh, how can I save against this? Because once you start saying, yeah, yeah. once when you yeah. once when you give them the opportunity, they're going to find a they're going to they're going to try to or they're going to complain. So yeah. maybe we just leave it like you know how yeah. the town of Christmas is. You it's have just you have there. You have absolutely no. Yeah. You you have absolutely no possible way of it. Just lying. automatically affects you. Have you have the, the mm-hmm. full compulsion to see speak yeah. nothing but the truth. Yeah. Which you know, and the number one rule of the doctor is he always lies and. He could not mm-hmm. stop himself. He could not lie. Yeah. So, um, at, at, let's face it. If anyone has an amazingly high save throw against anything, it would be the doctor. It would be the doctor, and he still could not do it. <laughs> well, I think that when they use the word permanent, it, it's uh, it's a bigger word that should make a greater impact um, on what would be able to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not saying, you know... Well, it's there some of the time or most of the time. It's permanent. You know, it's it's a constant. You know, it's not really going to waver um, with its power. So, I I'm with the town of Christmas. It should. It, it is what it is. Yeah, it's so strong that no yeah. one can resist. Oh, I I would maybe even move from a permanent spell that it is a. Um, well, I mean, you can use paranormal or godly. Yeah, um, or just a, a supernatural effect. A supernatural, that's the word I was thinking. It's a supernatural effect. And there, it's just an immediate compulsion. There is nothing they can do about it. Yeah. And maybe to ease the transition, perhaps a dungeon master can make it almost like it's no big thing. Like, like when you, you know, he or she describes that, it's like, oh, you go into this town and... And as soon as they start talking, mm-hmm. as soon as they start saying, and it is, oh, by the way, you must also tell the truth. You cannot lie. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's only in the temple. So it, it, it could just see, you know, you could describe that as you enter the temple and you immediately feel this compulsion of, to speak the truth and in all things. You know, I, I, you've got to find some way to do it to kind of. Or, or maybe, push them or, to know or, that this is what's going to happen. Or maybe the flip side of that, just or say like you feel compelled to not lie, yeah. or you feel, or you, or you feel a lie you, crossing you your feel, lips. You feel so, not. you feel so uh, at peace. You feel so 
unguarded in this place that you, Ooh, you nice. have absolutely no yeah. you you don't you, no desire you have absolutely no desire to uh, lie to this person cuz they they just they look so believe, so trustworthy and they're so uh, so easy it's just they're just so sweet and and kindly looking and you cannot lie to this person so it's almost like an effect similar to being intoxicated where yeah. you're uh toxic intoxicated or glamored be, I'm trying to remember the word now. It's uh, you feel uninhibited. You, yes. you, you just you want to tell the truth. You don't. You can't even uh, lying doesn't even consider the equation because you just feel so good. Telling the truth just feels awesome. And then you, just, you liken it you with know, a positive experience. Regardless of what the person like, if the person said, "Well, can I save against this?" Have them roll it, and then they fail it. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's what if it makes you feel better? Go ahead. <laughs> like, yeah. if, if if it makes you feel better, what'd you roll? I rolled a nineteen. You still failed. I rolled a I rolled a natural twenty. You still failed. Uh, I would I would think liking liking it with as much of a positive uh, as, uh, experience as possible. Yes. Would be like well, let them roll and, be, I, and just I, I, be like I yeah you feel like telling the truth anyways it feels great. I understand. Well, and it's simple, so you should be filled yeah. and it should be this overwhelming desire to. I mean, it's simple, sure. it's holy, it's you know it has its rituals. You know, it, it should be very. Uh, Really nice pastor that's just so yeah. so sweet and kindly. <laughs> Although the, Give me cynic, money. <laughs> the cynic in me, the cynic in me looks at like you know the nicer the place looks, the more the, the friendlier the person is up front, the more darker the inside heart is. Hmm. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yes. Why? Why is this place so? That, that that's a question that I'm kind of asking. Is why is this place so important that you cannot lie inside? Hmm. Maybe that does play something into the rest of what the. Is, what the are these? The uh, what are these? Uh, these clergymen using this? Uh, these, you know, uninhibited spouts of true honesty. What are they do, using with this information they are ga- that they're gathering? Are they huh. Interesting. Not just for curiosity's sake. Now and then if you ask them, would they tell you the truth? Is there one room that you can lie in and it's in the deep, dark basement that nobody knows about because it's behind the walls? Indeed. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, um, so who is it who wrote this one in? Was it Richard. Richard. So if you want to... I mean, Richard, just for you curiosity, me. Yeah, just for curiosity's sake. I mean, I think we kind of... I mean, I think we kind of figured out a solution. Well, it, it, be kind of out of a the, consensus on the zone of one? truth is only in the main hall of the temple. So that means if you go out, if you're not, as long as you're not in that main hall, you're not compelled. So yeah. if you go into the basement, you can lie all you sure. want. And so, and and maybe it is entirely benign. Maybe it, yeah. you know, maybe it's just they just stumbled onto some good stone and I don't know worked it in. Well, I mean, if it's a, a good temple, I mean, I'm sure there was some sort of guidance or something, but. Yeah, it's this, not, sounds, I, I, this sounds like there was some sort of godly, yeah, thing. yeah, some sort of deity made it so that this place is that way, and any saves that you want mm-hmm. or that that the players are going to want to roll, the you know the the roll is going to be so high that you'll never get it. I, I think I think Joe has the right move on here. But when you, they're in this main hall, there is no save. Yeah. It is automatic, and. You ha- your character can't do anything. Now, does that mean your char- that character has to speak? No, they can hold their tongue and exit. 
but anytime they speak, they must speak the truth. That is a good point, though. There, there is a difference between not telling the truth and lying. Yeah. Because you cannot speak. Yeah. I mean, simply, you, you know, if you say something like, oh, my gosh, you realize something's up, then you just don't say anything. You know, there's no, it's, not com- it's not compelling you to speak. It's just compelling you to s- speak the truth anytime you speak. Maybe it's symbolic for darkness lurks in every corner of the room. Darkness possibly lurks in the hearts of all men. But whoever yeah. whoever is uh, whoever the priest is in this uh, this little chapel should be played by Bob Newhart. I think Bob Newhart. Yes. Oh yeah, I could never blight a Bob Newhart. Like yeah. the librarian. And like, yeah. And like the, yeah. The, the the sister is going to be Betty White. Yeah. Whoever sure. the female clergy is is, yeah. is Betty White. <laughs> Bob Newhart and Betty White. Who would ever lie to them? And then just Never. throw Gilbert Godfrey in there, yeah. just just because I mean he needs more work. <laughs> I can only imagine Gilbert Godfrey going in there because any poor innocent person is going to flee from the truth that will fly from his mouth in his voice. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, that's so I've, sad. I've, I, I just. I like Gilbert Godfrey. It's like watching. He's that, such a nice person. Like watching his interview, he's such a nice personable person and, and it's just you know I, I want to see him in more things be it in my be it an imaginary uh, uh, temple that nobody can lie anytime in anytime I think of Gilbert Godfrey I go back to uh, Wild Child to oh, John to Ritter Problem Child or Problem Child excuse me Problem Child with John Ritter where he's at the orphanage mm-hmm. and he's just going oh yeah this kid's a great kid I, I always go back to the college humor video of Gilbert Godfrey book on tape of um, Fifty Shades of Shades of Grey. Wow, that's 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 what I that's what I think of Gilbert Godfrey. That, that'd be amazing. All right, let's yeah. move on to the next one. We're we're okay. Time's running short. Jake writes in. Hi, Jake. Okay, this happened in my game, and I believe this will work. But my gaming group does not agree with me. Throw your dice at the DM. Would you maybe be works. willing to give your input? Okay, here's the issue. What happens if you cast invi- invisibility on a chest? or closet that weighs no more than 100 pounds per level, and then put someone inside of it and close the door? What if you put a living creature and not items? Does it matter if the creature is conscious or unconscious, willing or unwilling? Uh, What if the item or creature was already inside the closet before he cast a spell? Will the items inside be invisible? I think I'm going to jump off with this one, because it's about... All right. It's about an invisibility cast, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a so, spell cast upon a clo- uh, you know, a wardrobe or a chest that so- someone can go inside. And I'm 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 assuming I haven't read the spell itself, but I'm assuming that the invisibility you can only do up to 100 100 pounds per of level. invisibility per level. Yes. So I I So uh, let let's say it's like, let's say he's level 6. Cap. Yeah. This empty chest is the exact cap of for weight wise for you to do, to make invisible. Well, let's let's say he's level six. All right. Okay, so he can up to six hundred pounds. And it's a six hundred pound chest. Well, it's heavy. Well, no, chest. the chest isn't, but the chest and anything going inside of it. The way I read it, it was it was the chest itself is a hundred pounds. No. Or is is at the level cap. Right, hold Let on. me read this again. On a chest or closet that weighs no more than 100 pounds per level, and then puts some items inside it, and close the door. I'm assuming he's saying that the chest is under that. 
But again, that's just the, the, the my assumption. Put the slash level makes me think that he's trying to infer that it's you know at the level cap. Because I don't know any clo- any closet wardrobe or chest that weighs that much. You don't know very many gun vaults, then, do you? <laughs> well, that's, that's a gun vault. Because I could that's I separate. could show you a eighteen hundred pound gun vault that's only okay. probably about you know three by three. But could they make that in D and D times? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, All right. they could. Yeah, All, right. Anyway. All right. That'd actually probably be heavier. Okay, so l- let's go on the first assumption that it is the the chest does weigh a hundred pounds, and it's a level one guy, and he wants to throw something inside of it. Okay. Does that make the item inside invisible? Yes. I would think it does. Okay. I Chill? would think so. Okay, Fiber thinks um, so too. Um, depends on when you put the item in. Because if you're trying to, um, because an invisibility spell will dissipate as soon as you either open a door, open the window, draw your weapon, or well, no, make an action, make something move. Well, actually, come to think of it, well, no, because you can draw a weapon while, while a, a by person, being invisible. It's it's when it, you make an attack, yeah, when you make or a, a threatening uh, gesture that the invisibility spell wears off. Wears off. Where, uh, whereas with the chest, it's just kind of it's non-threatening. Yeah, it's yeah. non-threatening. It just opens and yeah. closes. It might you might slam your finger in it, saying yeah. you can't see the lid. And then that would make it uh, reappear. Yeah, that I would say. That's a violent action. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's an aggressive action. Oh, that's a so aggressive action. Um, you know, I would think that it. I mean, the regular time duration I think would have to apply because I think you can only stay one. It's depending on the caster. Mm-hmm. I think it's only one minute per level, or one hour per level, possibly. And, and you might you might know this a little bit. Is there a weight capacity to uh, a weight capacity? Yeah, well, to it, making things invisible. If don't think it really matters. Okay, considering it's an inanimate object. Yeah, right. I mean, as long as it's not beyond, um, I think it's the I think it's the size of the or invisibility can affect a space. Mm-hmm. A, um, to a certain degree, there's because there's invisibility and then there's mass invisibility, yeah. which is what you use for, or, or globe of invisibility, which is what you use to surround several people. Whereas if you're just casting on an inanimate object, I don't see any reason why not, especially if it's like, I mean, as long as it's not like an entire wall worth of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I don't see any reason why not if it's just like a chest, like a steamer chest or something. Well, sure. Two things that I, I, I would bring up is, well, if you've already cast the invisibility spell on it beforehand, how are you going to open it? <laughs> yeah, good luck trying to find the knob. Yeah. Feel the yeah. edges. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, even, even if you leave the lid open. So this just um, sounds more poorly thought out than... You know, if you go inside of it and they cast a spell upon it, um, I, I would say it would work because you're contained within the object. And the object itself would not allow you to be seen because you're inside of it. And the only thing that you're masking is the actual object. Yeah. So I would I would say, yes, yeah. whatever is put inside the object would be invisible. Now, if it was living, I don't think that's going to make much of a difference. Yeah, living alone, non-living is... Yeah, yeah I don't think... As, as yeah, that's true. the other one... So, if it's, uh, correct. If, uh, yeah, if, you were, if you were swallowed up by a giant invisible well, you'd probably still be invisible. Yeah, and uh, if you were unwillingly swallowed up by it as well, yeah, you know, you'll be 
making noise and people will be hearing weird noises and rattling and yeah. something banging all over the place, yeah. but they're not going to be able to see yeah. where you are. So, uh, this is kind of a weird question, to be honest. But I can see... But with the power of imagination, yeah, any <laughs> well, possible. Well, it's one of those spells and where he's universe. this individual is trying to use it in a, a world as it is in a different use. Like that already does exist. Yeah. Well, but so, like if you have a cloak, like something that you put on yourself to make you invisible, an invisibility you yourself becomes in, invisible. Well, yeah. I mean, look at no. look at. Look at the I Harry mean, Potter. you're not going to put the cloak on and people can still see you. I mean, that's not what the point of it is. If you have the cloak on, people can't see you. Yeah. So I would imagine that it would work the same way as if it were a chest or anything else. I mean, I, I kind of want to – this is something that maybe people can relate, relate to, you know, Harry Potter's cloak. There were several times where it was just Harry under there, but then Ron or Hermione, he'd see them and they would jump up under the cloak. They would be invisible right then and there too. So, granted, that's more of a an enchanted item, but well, this is kind of great. This is very, this is very similar. Yeah, item. even though it's a temporarily enchanted item, it that's how it, it would probably fall under, in my opinion. Yeah, being an inanimate object. Hey, he's probably trying to make like a hidden, a hidden chest for a uh, yeah uh, a, a campaign that's going to have some uh, either like a monster in it. Or items, or a monster and items in it yeah. that they're going to have to stumble upon. Well, I mean, that, and that's if he, he's the GM. You know, if he's maybe the player, maybe the GM's not really game for that idea because then he has no way of stealing or retrieving, uh, taking items from there. I don't know. Um, I, I guess the consensus around the table. Yes, it's going to make it invisible. Is it will make it invisible? Yeah, I don't see. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, with that said. At least I can't think of any reason why not. No, I, with that said, I, th- I think we're done. That's all I three of I think we have, we have hammered this thing home. We have. Yep, it's about as... So, thank you to Jake, yep. Richard, and... Who was the other person? And Stanley. For your wonderful questions tonight. And with that said, anyone out there that has any questions in their game, in their gaming group, it doesn't have to just be Pathfinder. It doesn't have to be D&D. It can be anything out there. Send us an email. If we don't know the game system, we'll find someone that does, or we'll we look it up. Make it work. We'll make it work for you. So, uh, and there are uh, tons of amazing game systems out there. I mean, oh yeah, there, there's more than just D and D and except for Pathfinder. There's Iron Kingdoms. There's Shadowrun. There's uh, Fantasycraft. There's oh, Rifts. There's got, anything got, from uh, Trollord Games. Wall of uh, board yeah. of, of just books here. XDM, Star uh, Star Wars, and Mastermind, Yasko, Rogue Trader, the Mistborn games, or yes. Mistborn series adventure games. It, it, it just keeps there's, going. There's just you know the Firefly so RPG, there. which yeah, comes we, out <laughs> next. The core rule books comes out next month. Ooh. Yes. All right. So again. Uh, Emails, info at com. We'll go over the Gamer Forge. We'll talk about it on... And again, like I said, Gamer Forge 2.0. We'll have video posts. We'll throw it out, uh, out on our uh, on our website, you know, which Joe will probably be doing yeah. uh, in the next day or two. Uh, we'll also be throwing, uh, like I said, a video post as well as we'll always do it here on the show. Now, if yours doesn't get covered, maybe it'll get covered in, in another fashion. So, all right. 
uh, tune in next week when we have Wreckage, the game designers for that RPG coming on. The following week, we will have Carrie Vaughn talking about her new book. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we'll just keep going. Rocking and rolling yeah, in 2014. Lee, Richard Lee Byers is after that? Richard Lee Byers will be January 30th. <laughs> I remember. He Yay. will be wrapping that up and yet another individual from uh, The Sundering. Uh, we're getting close it's to like ending this. Big yeah, thing. It's I guess it over. has something to do with like D&D. Yeah, Forgotten uh, Realms. Yeah. It's crazy. Who knows what will happen? Things will explode. People will shatter. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the, the Spider Queen will will t- have her revenge. Who knows? Mm. All right. Who knows these things? Um, and always, you know, keep an eye out on our Facebook page. Keep an eye out on our social media pages. Things will be appearing and disappearing. And Stuff will be things happening. Things will be happening. Yes. Uh, we want to make this fun Words and entertaining. Will be floating. People and will be shattering. I'm, wait. wait. If, if you have not wet your pants one time or another this evening, we have not done our job right. I don't think we have. I don't know. Uh, Joe's Joe's, uh, Joe, yeah, Joe's intro Joe's into pretty, the uh, the epic showdown was Joe's pretty good. Pretty good. It, nah, it was I, worthwhile. I, I ain't no thing. That's... So it got me to charcoal. Yep. <laughs> charcoal. <laughs> All right. Uh, so with that said, oh my God. anything, any last moment comments or anything, last uh, minute things you guys want to say before we close this out? Um, let's see uh, here. MD Design. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. MD Design. design. So let's, let's throw that out now. Uh, where All is right. Yeah, you right want to take it? Number three. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Need a cool design for your website or store? MB Design has got your back. Not only can they deliver you an amazing logo or graphic designs that suit your needs, they make the process as painless as possible. Check out their Facebook page, MB Design Studio, and get started on your new logo or design today. And if, I don't know if anyone's seen the new kind of look um, on the Facebook page and that. Uh, it does look like a challenge coin. Uh, you know, Lagoon <laughs> did mention that. Yeah, uh, it's 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 been lightened up. We're gonna be using that. The old logo is still good. I we're just doing some color scheme. We're trying to we're trying to see what yeah. works. Yeah. So a new look for a new year. Yeah, yeah. it's still Maybe the same. We'll do an it's, epic showdown. The yeah. uh, purples, the purple one versus the. The gold one. <laughs> we have so many different colors, it's crazy. Yeah. But wh- we'll put one thing I, I've decided is definitely as the holidays come around, check out the logo. There's going to be some stuff showing up. I'm thinking, you know, like Christmas time, there may be a Santa hat. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day, ah. there might be a shamrock. He'll Who knows? Be, yeah, it'd be a shamrock and a pint of Guinness in each hand. Yeah. yeah. A pint Something of Guinness in one hand and a Jameson in the other. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, just keep an eye out for stuff like that. Uh, we're going to be working on giveaways um, and various other fun things coming your way. So tune in, enjoy, and let's have fun. Yeah. And no complaints. Please, no complaints. We just want to have fun. Yet. No, we just want to have fun. No complaining. Hey, girls, just enjoy hey, it. girls just want to have fun. Exactly. Joe just wants to rock. All righty. <laughs> There it is. All righty. Think he needs a guitar hero. Guitar. Hey, hey, yeah. I got one. I Joe, got, I got one of video of Joe air guitaring it. <laughs> he did say he wants the Wild Stallions. All right. Do air guitar. I think I think it's all actually now just uh, just uh, as um, like a rock band gu- or a rock band guitar or uh, a guitar hero guitar like yeah. Firebird was saying. Yeah. 
that is that is our generation's air guitar. <laughs> yes. We don't have <laughs> imagination to imagine that there's a guitar in, <laughs> in our hands hand. anymore. Okay. No more. Nobody but, strums the guitar. You wiggle your button back and forth. Precisely. You flip the switch. <laughs> oh, also, if I got to mention, uh, they just announced the... Um, the judging panel for the Sundance Film Festival here in Park City, Utah. Yeah. It's going to include musician Tracy Chapman, le- um, film critic Leonard Moulton, and super awesome, mega-powerful director Brian Singer. Nice. will be in town. They will actually be in Utah in the, in the, in the Valley area for, uh, for the Sundance Film Festival. Uh, oh, also, uh, next Friday, the 17th, uh, if you're in the Salt Lake Valley area, it is, this event is free to the public. You want to meet George Takai? Go ahead. Go to the Leonardo da- downtown Salt Lake. It's, it's pronounced decay. Decay, excuse me. It's okay to be decay. Uh, it's at Library Square. Uh, it's an event that Salt Lake Comic Con uh, is hosting and putting on. Uh, there is a cost for an autograph, uh, but, uh, and there is no photography. No photography at all. Um, you no want to, if you want a picture with him, you do have to pay for it. Otherwise... It, it, you want to meet him? You want to meet Sulu himself? Mm-hmm. Or, or Hero's dad from uh, Heroes? Or just the most Or, or Steve, the time-traveling machine from Freebirds? There you go. Uh, check it out, and uh, we will be back next week doing our show, as always. And hopefully the studio will work, and we can add in sound effects and other doodads. Yeah. So, right? Um, yeah. Because we're gonna, well, otherwise, we're going to have to punch that studio. You're going to punch it? I'm going to punch, punch it, it right in the digital face. Digital face. Yeah. yeah right in the All right. digital yeah. face. Okay. Just, just, just punch it. Okay. Okay. Well, then, uh, that. I guess until next time. And um, the studio oh. just came <laughs> online. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Yep. Sometimes That's you... a slap in your face. <laughs> See, we just, we just threatened it. Yep. It realized that we I don't was business. scared. I will punch it so good. Wow. Yeah. All right, with that, we're <laughs> out of here. Time. Good night, Zolik. Good night, world. And as always, get more from your games. And Leon is getting larger. That's right, Internet. Last year was really creepy pickup lines. This is lines from the 80s. Thank you. And good- uh. All right, we're out of here. Fun storm in the castle. Think it'll work? It would take a miracle. Bye-bye.